Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, you think about schools. I mean, that's a big community, and to be able to break that down so kids like feel seen and heard, it gives it gives them somebody to kind of talk to and bounce some things off of. That's not a traditional teacher. So the roles of mentoring, I mean, they're they're worth a million bucks, mm-hmm. you know. And for you think about teachers, like we all go to four year school, we play the school game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. That, that works for most kids. Some, some kids just like, that's not for me and I don't see myself, so I don't really connect with you. So it's important to like value all occupations and all people yeah. because everybody needs somebody, but you can't be everybody, everything to one person. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody needs to find a place to like go, yeah, I think I could do that or that might be kind of interesting. I think I could have fun with that. I might mm-hmm. be kind of good at it. Right? Yeah. This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode, episode 113 of the Buffalo Community Podcast. Uh, I'm Mark Benzer. I'm Tyler Reese. And we have with us... uh, I was going to say back by popular demand, but this is your like debut. This is it on the yep. Buffalo Community Podcast, as requested by the fans. Uh, Chris Thompson, <laughs> assistant principal at Buffalo High School. Thank you for coming in. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, we haven't played the voicemail for you yet, but just give a short little introduction of of who you are, what do you do, and then we're going to say, you know, somebody nominated you. Say, hey, you should have her in here. Okay. Well, um, Chris Thompson, Buffalo resident since '93. So it's been a couple of years, mm-hmm. coming up to 30 years in, in Buffalo. Um, yeah, this is my first job right out of college. It was going to be just a short little stop, and I was going to go on to coach college basketball, and uh, it quickly sucked became home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys sucked me in. Yeah, yeah. So started as a FIED teacher, health teacher, and I was able to coach volleyball, basketball, and even softball for a little stint. And then my husband ended up being the head baseball coach, so we kind of had to start playing every other mm-hmm. season. But, yeah. Yeah, and now I'm an assistant principal. I'm at the high school and with Phoenix Learning Center. So very, very fun. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a great, it's a great career. I'm very, very lucky. Yeah. So, uh, not too long ago, we we launched our Google Voice number, mm-hmm. which is if you want to be part of the Buffalo Community Podcast or give any suggestions of topics or guests, you can call six one two four zero five seven nine nine three. But we're gonna play the one. This is our first time playing somebody's voicemail. So, Colleen, thanks for. Thanks for um, messaging in to us, but we're going to play it. Hopefully it works and and we can hear it on the audio. Hi, Tyler. This is Colleen Ernesty calling, and I would like to have uh, Chris Thompson, the uh, assistant principal at the high school, be on your podcast. She's very interesting. She comes from a, a family of her, her father was a, went to college for cattle. And she's just, she's a basketball star and uh, she's a great assistant principal. And I just thought it would be great if you had her on. Um, thank you. If you Done. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen, thanks for sending that message. We promptly got on it and messaged Chris. And uh, there's one thing that jumps out right to me besides being a basketball star, everything. Yeah. College of Cattle. Yeah. <laughs> He went to school for animal science. He was sure. on the national championship cattle judging team. Okay. So livestock judging. So my dad was a cattle buyer. 
as a you know yeah sure man you know he's he's retired now but yeah he bought cattle for a packing house down in southwest minnesota and that's that's who my dad is and um later he ended up they moved to kansas and he worked for a a very large feedlot down there Mm -hmm. he was a director of procurement and sales so buying calves and selling cattle when they're fat to to make a little money but yeah sure yeah i I, know right no idea that was an option I, i was like it is i need to learn more about this right <laughs> so. right right so like as a kid in the summer i go riding with my dad to different farms and and you know it it's a very interesting um subgroup of people everything's on your word handshakes mm-hmm. yeah. you know before contracts and selling hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> with of cattle you know going on loading into pot belly semis and uh yeah, it's crazy. Back in the good old days. In the good old days, yeah. That was Yeah, you go on to the farmstead and you put on your overshoes and you go out and you right. walk around and see who's ready and who's not. And, and uh, yeah. And that's yeah. cool. It cool. is cool, you know, <laughs> and it was back before cell phones. And so, you know, when I was along, he'd have to stop at a pay phone on the side of the road and, and call in and see where the market, we had to listen to the market every day, you know, what yeah, the sure. futures and fats and feeders. So you know what that means. <laughs> well, I listen, enough I to be dangerous, care, but yeah. not enough to, yeah. to tell like, you what to ooh, invest yeah. in. Yeah. Spring barley. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Winter wheat. <laughs> Winter wheat. We gotta, let's see. Yeah. Hopefully that can yeah. be Soybeans are at all time oh. high right yeah. now. So I pay attention, <laughs> yeah. but not enough yeah. to really know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Sure. So that was growing up. Southwest yeah. Minnesota. Southwest Minnesota. Um, I also believe that I read recently that um, going back to the basketball star thing, that there might be a Hall of Fame induction that has happened or yeah. is happening. Yeah, it has happened. Awesome. Yep. And yep. that's basically just uh, athletic perform- high school athletic performance, yep. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was this winter down in Wyndham. Um, a friend of mine had been kind of bugging me to get in my application. They, they have you fill out a form. It's just yeah. weird to fill that stuff out. I'm yeah. So, when you want to be humble, but people are like, "Hey, right. you just have to fill right. it out." To, so to it do was, it. and you know, it's 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 quite an honor yeah. uh, to go back. You know, you guys are in your hometown, like mm-hmm. to go back to Wyndham and and see old coaches and friends. And um, my assistant basketball coach, she's just retired and she lives there. And um, my volleyball coach, he he was he's in the volleyball hall of fame for Minnesota, Ron Windorf. And um, we went down when he retired, and my sisters flew in because they played volleyball for for Ron as well. And so, yeah, it's good to go home. It's good to go home and see Mm -hmm. the people you grew up with. And some of my classmates were there, and I hadn't seen those guys in a long time. (laughs) And, yeah, and the local sports reporter, Dayfield, you know, you don't know how much impact you can have on a kid's life. Um, All those little nuances that play into a school. Sure. And uh, just a lot of really good memories in Wyndham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'll ask, what's the connection with Colleen? Friend or just raving fan that knows a lot about you? Well, um, I've known Colleen from afar through Haskins, yep. uh, Nikki and, and Randy. And so I've known that name. And I also had her son as a student when I was a FIAD teacher. And now I have her grandson as a student at, mm-hmm. at BHS. So that's the beauty of being here after 30 years, right? Like Mm -hmm. kids of kids and look at you guys, right? Like I was your age and all of a sudden (laughs) your kids are coming through. And so it's fun to be able to help, you know, problem solve and and get kids what they need and have resources within the community and know people that we can, we can get some things set up. So Mm -hmm. yeah, she's, she's a pretty neat lady and, and royalty is her grandson. He's 
fantastic. Cool. He is. Yeah. And so we were talking about cattle one day and, and like cuts of beef and <laughs> marbling. And yeah. he's like, I never knew. I'm like, well, you know, a strange weird fact about me is that my dad was a cattle buyer. And so right. yeah. Colleen had come in at that time and <laughs> we were laughing about meat cuts. Yep. <laughs> I took Todd Lubin's animal science course in yeah. high school. And, and so when you're talking about that marbling, I'm like, dad, let me pick the steaks out this time. Right. Yeah. We got this. Right. Yeah, I took that was high so school fun, class. So. Yeah. I took a high school class <laughs> I got 20 this, years dad. ago. I got this. I got this. Yeah. So yeah. That's, re- that's really fun. Um, so I guess you mentioned you came, you came to town, you teach FIAD. Was that, um, was that the plan all along or was it, you know what, I'm going to teach FIAD? Well, you mentioned coaching college sports, but, right. and then all of a sudden now you're an assistant principal. How does that right. evolve and what, what do you miss and what's, what right. do you love? That's a really good question um, <laughs> because it's an evolution. You never, I didn't really know what I wanted to do out of high school. I knew I wanted to play college sports. And so I was lucky. I ended up at Kirkston. It was a two-year school at that time and I was able to play three sports. Mm-hmm. Didn't well, go to school a lot, but wow. I, I lost sports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my uh, college volleyball basketball coach had gotten a job at Moorhead State and uh, she said, I'd like to have you come along. So I played volleyball and basketball down there and had a, a pretty good college career. And uh, my hope was to go back and coach with her and, and get into that circuit. But you know, um, there's something about high school age kids that just, it's so fun to be involved with them at that age. Th- that stage is just there, the world is like limitless in possibilities mm-hmm. and trying to help kids figure out what they want to do and getting them connected to people who can see like this could be an opportunity and kind of knocking on doors mm-hmm. and connecting the dots to be able to find mentors and, and to, um, you know, find a path of something that's going to bring them joy and pay the bills because you got to do both, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. you've been, you know, involved in that mentoring piece. I think about you, Tyler, with Phoenix Learning Center. You've been out and have mentored some kids, and we'll get this one on the docket here yeah. this year. Yeah. You know? So, like, people go, you have, like, my background is, like, crazy. So, like, state fair for clothing construction and a college basketball player. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. And if I had teacher and then alternative programming. You know, yeah. it's just kind of all over the place, but I would say the purpose is always the same, like finding things that, like, like make you happy mm-hmm. and helping others find, like, what it is that makes them happy that, that they can do to, to make the world better and to, you know, just enjoy it yeah. and get paid. Because, right. I mean, at the end of the day, you, ha- you have to. You have to. Yep. But it shouldn't be miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. It should right. be something that, like, smi- it makes you smile, like you want to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An observational comment about uh, Phoenix Learning Center mm-hmm. is – you know, as 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 a volunteer, as a teacher, anything like that, you you might not feel like you're making a difference until you hear it from somebody else three years later saying, so and so said this, and it said it had a lasting impact, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I didn't think they heard me. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you get to see that every day, and then the evolution of people coming back. You know, I recently heard a story of the, the kid that came through the program mm-hmm. and. And he came back, and now he's working for a, a pretty big communications company. He's like, he just, uh, I just want to say hi and, and thank you. I'm doing really well. There's nothing wrong. I'm yeah. doing really well. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you. Right. And, and I'm just like, oh, what a cool story about these programs that, you know, we have available right. in BHM schools. Um, so thanks for taking that up, and, and it's more of an observational thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, you think about schools. I mean, that's a big community, and to be able to break that down so kids like feel seen and heard, it gives it gives them somebody to kind of talk to and bounce some things off of. That's not a traditional teacher. So the roles of mentoring, 
I mean, they're, they're worth a million bucks, mm-hmm. you know, and for, you think about teachers, like we all go to four year school, we play the school game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that, that works for most kids. Some, some kids just like, that's not for me and I don't see myself. So I don't really connect with you. So it's important to like value all occupations and all people yeah. because everybody needs somebody, but you can't be everybody, everything to one person. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody needs to find a place to like go, yeah, I think I could do that. Or that might be kind of interesting. I think I could have fun with that. I might mm-hmm. be kind of good at it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we so will. Back in the nineteen, <laughs> back in the late 1900s, when I'm running the halls of BHS, right? Yeah. Competitive level team sports. Right. I'm gonna maybe playing a little volleyball. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like schools have maybe done a better job. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. Of non-traditional opportunities and. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that these could be mm-hmm. great options. They are great options. Um, and and I think there's a little more awareness of that, mm-hmm. or maybe not. But mm-hmm. well, I think it's kind of seeing our own blind spots because mm-hmm. our normal is our normal until you know different. Mm-hmm. And once you start seeing things differently, it's hard to go back to what you've always done. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> as, as you ask questions, because, right, the, the biggest thing is to be curious and find out what is it that they're really wondering about or they're kind of hungry for and they don't know it. I always say it's like when a kid's tail starts wagging, like you mm-hmm. see them kind of get yeah. a little bit excited <laughs> and you're like, okay, we got to, we got to continue on on yeah. this pathway to see what else we can get figured out. So if you think about like alternative school programming to me is the best. So summer school is going on right now. Um, we've got a living purposely class where they're doing some equine therapy down in Waverly. They're at Camp Itahapi today doing ropes course. Um, we got a history class with Miss Holly. She's heading up to Little Falls to the uh, military. Uh, there's a historical society up there with a bunch of um, artillery and weapons that's, you know, with Camp Ripley. Mm-hmm. So it, there's some there's some money, right? Right now after ESSER dollars, is what we call it in schools, it's COVID recovery dollars. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's not local taxpayer dollars. This is federal and state dollars yep. to be able to bring kids back to life. And all of our kids were there today. And yeah. there was a kid that was riding his bike, like, as yeah. fast as he could get there. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, don't want to miss the right. bus, right? right? Because that's important to them. Like, it's giving them a different view outside of you know, Buffalo proper or Montrose proper mm-hmm. or Hanover. You know, yeah. it gets them into different parts yeah. to see things that might be interesting to you. Yeah. yeah Miss Ellie said, she goes, he was so excited. Yeah. He, he wanted, like, this is like a dream of his to get into the military. And so cool. the kids get that option to yeah. see it come to life. I would ride a bike to take a class with Mrs. Hully again. Right. She might not remember me, but I Somebody will probably call and say, hey, can her. we get her on? Yeah. And she's got the voice for this. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She was great. Yeah. It, it's, it's really fun hearing, hearing those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, the, the words are escaping me right now, but it, it's um, with that alternative learning just about everybody's had alternative learning for sure and it seems like any issue that a a kid had or even an adult any a person has had Mm -hmm. has been highlighted and magnified over the last two and a half years Mm -hmm. can you talk a little we don't want to dwell on COVID or anything because we're we're on the tail end of hey this is the new normal but Mm -hmm. can you can you bring us on an evolution of you know from bam it hit brings an evolution to where it is today. And mm-hmm. you said bringing those kids back to life mm-hmm. because it's important. Yeah. 
Well, it's been hard, right? It's been hard for everybody. And there are some groups that have been hit harder than others. And you look across society, um, there are several people that were allowed to work from home and they did really well. And it's kind of changed their normal. You know, are we going back to the office full time? Are we part time? And what does this look like? There's good things that came out of it. Like I think about some meetings that I'm in. I don't have to drive somewhere to a good meeting. I can hop in. And it's important that I have face-to-face with some really important meetings Mm -hmm. that are heavy with parents. Like, we need to have that relationship piece. And so I think that that is a win, right? Um, One of the things that COVID did, though, is it really, like, we've had some, like, I would call them fault lines in education. And COVID really hit those weak spots and kind of broke us there a little bit. And so when you talk about alternative programming or attendance, some mental health supports like we're really good we we did an audit like our tier three like what we talk about intense needs and we do okay for most people but there's this middle ground if we can get to a little bit earlier to give them some supports before it's on fire Mm -hmm. that's an area that we know that we need we need we need some supports for those kids that are there in the middle whether it be social emotional needs whether it be academic needs we knew that was there and how do we do that within the general ed setting that's part of phoenix too coming back to bhs like again we didn't know that years ago but that's kind of othering like and the number of parents i've heard say I thought that that was a problem school. <laughs> like, that's where all the naughty kids have gone. Right. No, the naughty kids don't go there because we don't have administrators there. <laughs> yeah. We all keep everybody together. And it, and it um, provides smaller environments because not everybody's going to work with, in a large company, some people are going to work in small business. Well, that's kind of like schools. Like, there are large companies and there are small companies. There's large schools and there's mm-hmm. small schools. It's no different than being on a sports team. Like, Phoenix is a team. Right? Like mm-hmm. we all are here together. We're working towards our education. We're going to do it just a little bit different. There's going to be more application and a little more curiosity to be able to open up a world of learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some kids, though, they just want to sit down and they want to crank through their CS writing assignment. And that's great, too. Everything is great and everything has a place. How do we get kids what they need? So that's, that's one thing that has really um, shown and it's really like caused us like we got to figure this out like how are we going to do this we were talking about summer school programming esther said specifically we need to bring back the kids that have really struggled and what does that look like and we need to get field trips out again like experimental learning get people out into the community like you're talking about cattle we got we do have a farm to table class coming up we're out on a a dairy farm a beef farm and poultry and they're also going to some local csas and some orchards and they're doing fermentation so they're making yogurt and pickling and Yeah, they're talking about waste management. And I mean, it's, this is like, this is learning. Like, this Mm -hmm. is like exciting. Like, kids love it. Teachers love it. People are smiling. And it's not in a book where Mm. like, all right, we're going to do the uh, concept review here. Those (laughs) final four questions at the end of the chapter. I mean, you get to go see, touch, feel, you see somebody else's opinion and, and they might be more receptive to it because it's not, you know, Mrs. Holly or right. who are their teacher for sure or their mom and dad it's somebody else and oh okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah uh, different voice yeah. yeah yeah absolutely I think having had a few people from the school district on and which I, by the way don't lose this thought which by the way are mo- some of our most best performing ones and people comment like we love it when you have the school on. We love it when you have the teachers <laughs> yeah. on, the administrators, yeah. to tell those stories about their kids. Yeah. It's because it's what they care about. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. No, I think everybody's unique, right? Y'all mm-hmm. bring something different to the table. Matt Lubin, Nick Guida, 
Chris Thompson. I'm probably forgetting somebody. But there is also an underlying common theme of extreme passion and a love for children and their job. And so it's, it's, I don't want to call it you're all the same. You're not all the same. You all bring a unique element. But there is that one thing in common that you all share. And it's, I mean, I think anybody who watches this should feel really, really good about what's happening at BHM because it's pretty clear that you guys yeah. are killing it. And we're hiring. I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to hire more people like that, right? Yeah. We got we to gotta find a way to bring people together so that we can collectively figure out how do we help each other get to where we need to get going. Because our, our, our life here, really, it's pretty brief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. mean, it goes pretty fast. Yeah. You guys, your dads, and it just, like, yep. what is the saying? The days go short. No, mm-hmm. the days go fast and the years go long. Or the, the days, days go are long, long, years yes. are short. Thank you. Yep. Because it does. It goes fast. Here we're coming up on year 30 for me. I'm like, where did this go? And, like, some days I'm like, we just need the bell to ring there. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get some of these right. kids home. It's time. Like, we're all, you know, it's like being a parent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's important. Um, you know, Nick Miller had a question for us when he hired us. Do you want kids to like you? And he'd pause to see what you'd say. And then he'd say, why? Why is that important? And because you'll work hard for somebody that you like, but somebody that you don't like, like, if they don't respect you, they don't see you, they don't see who you are, Whatever. You just you're moving on. And so it's a question we still ask all of our mm-hmm. teachers. That one stays yeah. the course. So that's the answer for anybody that's listening. You got a little bonus yeah, on the a inside little, there. Sneak peek. A little yeah. Yeah. interview uh, yeah. tidbit right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So. I honestly think I heard that for the first time my first day of my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Is when they have everybody in and it was Matt Lumen's first day in Buffalo. And I remember somebody stopped him in the hallway and asked him if he had a pass to be out in the hallway. Right. And he had to say, well, I'm a teacher here. <laughs> well, then cut your hair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I, that's, I, I just remember that. I don't know why. As a freshman in high school, he said it in front of the whole student body. Of, mm-hmm. you know, We ask every single teacher if they want to be liked by their students. And you know, there's nothing wrong. I think sometimes if, if I put myself in that chair, it's like, oh, shoot, what do they want to hear? No. I'm here to teach and, you know, or yes, but I don't want them to think that we're buddies, you know. Right. So, I, I mean, it's a great question, and I think it's awesome that it's um, still part of the process. Yeah. Well, think about yourselves as dads. Like, your kids come to school. You want them to like their teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know they're going to you, you see that at home. <laughs> yeah. And you still got to hold them accountable. I mean, there's things that still, it's very much a mentoring parenting role in education mm-hmm. and letting kids grow and learn. And you, you kind of got to stand beside them as they're, as they're figuring things out. And then yep. when they fail too, because you learn a lot from failing, right. you know, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. And that's the and beauty it's of okay. it. It's good. It's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. And then to get back up. Yes. Right. If you don't get back up and that's this, the COVID piece, like you go back to that, like the getting back up, we got to yeah. get back on the pony. It's mm-hmm. time. Let's. We got some work to do and life mm-hmm. to, to be lived, so let's get going. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Owen and it was Elise that are the Hall of Fame right. Hall of Famers. Which you look at those, you hear the stories from the mm-hmm. teachers coming down, and then what's being produced on you know the the leaders of it, and right. very very wise from those two young individuals, um, which we had on a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, which was fantastic. But very just that the kids' uh, point of view of there, which. 
they they appreciate that res mutual respect and it's easier to follow you know and then become right. a leader uh, at that point right when when it's kind of coming from a top-down of a culture. Mm -hmm. Not a and fan of the term culture, but it, it is it a is culture. culture. Yeah. It is culture. And that's something I think that we do pretty well at BHS and at Phoenix is the, the student-teacher relationship. And I think the thing that we got to continue to work on is student-to-student, -student, you mm -hmm. know, neighbor-to-neighbor. -neighbor mm -hmm. And getting everybody back. I mean, we're all, we're all friends. Yeah. And we're going to have different different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And we, we're, all, we're all people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And... That's a great point is I think if, and this is maybe, this is for all 250,000 listeners of ours, <laughs> is I don't care if you disagree on, on something, have the conversation. And you know what? You might disagree. Don't walk away hating your neighbor just because they disagree. You right. know, I mean, that, and that's kind of the most important thing. It's where you learn. It is. That's where the boundaries are, are made and, and broken of just like, oh. Right. Never thought of it that way. It's just you like know? your family. There's days you get along with your siblings and mm -hmm. days you don't. You don't always agree with your parents, but at the yeah. end of the day, you're still family. Yep. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's that's really where we're at as a society. I mean, we got one place to share. Let's figure it <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Life is short, and <laughs> it uh, is. we all live pretty close together. So yeah. <laughs> can we at least get along a mm -hmm. little bit? So, yeah. As we're winding down, is there is there something that you want to tell the community and anything just kind of leaving their words of wisdom, your words of wisdom to them. Well, I don't know if I have any words of wisdom. <laughs> well, I'll make something up. Okay. Well, Wing it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, reach out and talk to people. Yeah. People have got great stories to share and you will always, there's something that you have in, in, in common with people and uh, most people are good mm -hmm. and uh, celebrate that. And we get to decide the story that we tell and yeah. uh, again, it's short, so I'm telling a good one. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you might find out somebody's dad is a cattle buyer. Buyer, mm -hmm. and then and then you call a podcast and you say, "Get Chris Thompson right. out here." Like, that well, is yeah. so funny. Duh. Yeah. And again, well, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thanks Wish for you the best me. of luck in in to year thirty one. Right, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And again, a reminder, if you have any suggestions as guests or topics for the Buffalo Community Podcast, go ahead and call our phone number at 612-405-7993. That's one of the reasons Chris is here today. But for the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. Chris Thompson. Thanks for listening to the Buffalo Community Podcast, produced by Edlin Media. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts.